That's not, we were just that's trying, not. We were just squaring up. It is not fair. It's you're the one hitting the button, so you're the one who's gonna uh, get the. See, that I was like a gun duel at the OK. That's crowd. what I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> the high noon dongs, and it's like, uh oh, somebody's got to move. Uh, <laughs> folks, that third voice you're hearing is not me doing an impression, uh, or Jay doing an impression. Maybe. This is you. You guys, you have a a wonderful. We have a wonderful guest today. This is my oldest friend in North Carolina. So old. <laughs> How old is he, Mike? <laughs> You can check the dirt under his feet and under mine, and it's really, really, really old. Wow. No point. Point is this: this is a this is a bud. This is a fishing bud. This is I've played basketball with him. I've we had our first round of kids together. Nearly had our second round of kids together. We have found a way to find each other, even when we've moved hours apart from each other, just to make sure we hung out at least once or twice a year. This is my friend Eric Williford. I'm gonna put some applause in here, so you'll oh, be awesome. That's good, yeah. And, and if we, woo! yeah, perfect. Yeah, some of that. We need to add that too. You mean you hadn't planned on that? Oh, I, I need some applause, right? It's it'll be it'll it'll have to be post production. Post production, okay. Yeah, add it, okay. Yeah, I'll work the magic. But anyways, thanks for tuning in. We're in the midst of a new sermon series. Yeah, summer blockbusters. Yes. Or is it blockbuster? Summer? Well, blockbuster summer would have to do with the time that I actually worked at Blockbuster, which we'll have to touch on. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Of all the jobs that I've had and all the places that I've had it's jobs, Jay, job. never at a video store. It was a fun job. Be kind. Please rewind this podcast and there share it with a friend. There you go. <laughs> Scared. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. In the bunker again. In the bunker again, which is kind of good because this week the movie is The Born Identity. Yeah, and he definitely had some military training, which goes along with one of my many one of my many favorite movies. So it's like trying to find a clip for this movie was not hard. I mean, I'm thinking about take your pick. I'm th- yeah, I'm thinking about the little the little uh, mini going down the stairs. <laughs> have you have you had this car service lately? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Solid flick. And then it goes speeding through town and down the steps with it. I was like, yes, but you know, no, we're talking we're talking about identity, and you know. We can have all these talents. We can have all these abilities, intellectual abilities, physical abilities. But if we do not know who we are, then what do we have? We've got stuff that's going to wear out. We've got stuff that's going to find an end to it. You know, I mean, eventually, I think we all lose our minds in the end, don't we? I mean, any of us that have reproduced and had children, eventually (laughs) we just lose our minds. I mean, I resemble that remark a little bit. Or, yeah. or maybe teach children. Same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, they'll get you. So, so the clip I chose was uh, just a very short clip. They're sitting in a diner, and Jason Bourne, who doesn't know he's Jason Bourne yet, pulls out all these passports, pulls out all this stuff, begins to tell the lady who's giving him a ride that he knows all the license plates, he knows that the guy at the, at the counter can handle himself. He knows the best place to find a gun is in the gray pickup truck. Right. You know, but he doesn't know who he is. He's and, like, why do I know all these things? Yeah. yeah. Or I can, run, I can run flat out for a half mile. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and then, I'll, then, we, uh, then the text I picked was something out of Second Peter, and it talks about who we are first, who our identity is. We're a... a a royal priesthood, a holy nation, were chosen, right? But then it, it says, you know, once once we were without mercy, now we're with mercy. That's 
that's figuring out who we are. That's our identity. Now, I don't know about you, but when I figure out who I am and where I'm supposed to be, I think that's where you settle, right? That's where you stop. That's, that's the, that's the place the destination. Yeah. That's the destination. But, but Peter takes it one step further. He says, no, you got to go back into the, as an, as an exile, as a foreigner, you need to go back into the place where you've been plucked out of, right? In some sense and be among the pagans, be among the other people. And, you know, we were talking earlier and it's like, it's like we're supposed to be set apart but then it goes on to say that we're supposed to be apart, you know, one word versus two words. In apart. this world, not yeah, of it type right, scenario. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so, so our our identity then becomes something that we have to we have to anchor in, and it's it's almost like, and this is the analogy that I'm I'm using in, in the message on Sunday is it's like it's like you get pulled out of a fire, and they tell you, well, all right, just put this gear on and go back out into the fire. No, you don't have any training into going All back of a into the fire. You're a firefighter. But now you're a firefighter pulling somebody else out of the fire. Mm. And I'm, I mean, it's like, and that, I don't know about you, but that's how it's felt sometimes. It's felt like, well, all right, I've got to this point in my life where, where God has done so many things and I, and I understand a little bit more than I used to understand or maybe a little less than I did. But now I've got to go back into. This, this dangerous place that I was just barely pulled out of and try and help somebody else. And that's the podcast for today. Yeah. So, <laughs> We're glad you joined us. A little bit us. of a mic drop, but his mic's on a stand, so I don't know. Um, yeah, so I get what you're saying, and I think that's... I know for me, when I first really... I mean, I became a Christian at a very young age. When I first really, like, wanted to dedicate my life to Christ, it was really hard to say, because you have like this mountaintop experience, like I just want, we just want to stay here forever. Let's do it. You know, the youth will tell you that, like That's if right. they're let's, on a trip let's or something. Build, let's, build an, let's build a temple. Let's, let's build right let's, here. Let's, let's build, build a, a right tent here. right here. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard to be like, oh, okay, because to be in the world and not of it, I tell Megan all these crazy stories about like when I'm out in a bar playing or something, the people just tell me the craziest stuff. It's like I have this sign on me <laughs> that says... I'm a Christian. Tell me your craziest story. And it's true. And then it's hard because I feel this need to want to unpack that and oh, yeah. to say, hey, are you going to be safe tonight? Like, I don't yes. know. It's, As people it's, are going down the drain, you are the it, it, you are the last catcher before an the drain. I feel incredible sense of responsibility. Like, oh, because Megan is always like, could have been Jesus, which really helps. Right? <laughs> 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 makes it even worse. Wow. I really didn't help yeah. me to need tonight or... You know, um, I know that we had a friend the other night that came out to see us play, and this um, her friend was having a hard night, and she just spent the rest of the night. She's a Christian, just spent the rest of the night like just talking to her and praying for her. And part of that was like, wow, she was really used and allowed herself to be used tonight. But how hard is that sometimes? You know, to yeah. to be in that situation and to try. Well, especially if you're dealing out of your own hurts. Yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes that's the best. That's the best walk into that conversation, but at the same time, then you've got to re-examine all the things that were that were hurting you. Mm, yeah. Now I'm I'm gonna segue it's us a away this week. Yeah, but I'm gonna segue away from this a little bit because I wanna I wanna hear Eric talk a little yes. bit because he had he had shared something on Facebook or on Instagram, and I had I of course I had to have it played for me since I'm uh, socially inept. <laughs> 
I have I have none of the that is probably work on that none of the big threes. And and of course when I when I say that when I say that Caroline says, Oh, you know, at some point you're just gonna have to just gonna have to do it. You know that, right? And I was like, Well, I've come pretty far so far. You know, you're, just you're she, but she but played she, she played no. no, she played the really cool message that you had. And I want I want you to say, you know, of course this is, you know, going out to thirteen people. So plug <laughs> Plug what you're 12. doing. 5, yeah, 6. plug what you're doing because then they'll find you. But but more importantly, tell us about what you're doing because I think it's along the same I, I, identity uh, pathway. And, and I think people, you know, it's the kind of, I don't know how to say this without sounding like I've got a really huge head, but, but the people that speak about theology, speak about God on a weekly basis, the pastors, the preachers kind of a thing, there's an expectation that that's what you're going to hear. And when, when someone who's, who's coming from a, a, a non-pastor thing but has something really powerful to say, I think it's, I think it's just awesome to have, to have that avenue and to, to explore that. And, you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there for the 13 people that are listening. I think someone's hearing a call in his life and has not yet exactly figured out what he wants to do with that. But I, I will let you speak. That's my life right there. There you go. That's been the last, I don't know. How many years? Like what y'all were talking about, um, really being a light in a dark place. Like that's that's kind of been the last year and a half for me too. You know, work's been kind of that light in a dark place thing, right? And and uh, my tendency is to be quiet and not speak up. And you know, even the last year and a half, just being able to be more comfortable and you know, as a Christian, you stand out, right? And being okay with that, like light is supposed to stand out in the dark. So anyway, so you're talking about wake up with full and this thing that's been that I've been doing and posting videos, and I never really thought I'd put my face on social media. Like my face is is meant more for what we're doing right now, for for podcasts. Well, that's this is exactly why the two of us are standing behind <laughs> microphones and. Well, we think you look great. Well, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> so, um, so really. I don't know, maybe even in my thirties, I just felt this tug, like there's, there's something more. Right. And, um, and my journey has just been figuring what that is. And I'm still kind of figuring that out. And I just, um, you know, in the process, God's put so many people in my life that have like got me to the next step. And, you know, it's not that, it's not that I haven't been a Christian until I was 30. I was, I was saved when I was 13 at Camp Lorecrest, but it's like the difference between Jesus being an acquaintance mm. and Jesus being a friend or a brother. And that's, that's kind of where, where I've been. And, um, and yeah, it just things kept happening over the years and standing out to me. And like, like an example, like you go to a, you go to a restaurant and you see a family of five and they all have their head in their phone. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times you see just, just a, a man and a woman. And most of the time it's the guy who's got his head and his phone. Right. And the woman's just sitting there like, really? You know? <laughs> and then y'all might appreciate this, or, or maybe this is kind of too close to home, but have you ever been in church and worship is like really good? And then you just kind of look around a little bit and you're, you're thinking, 
for reasons, Do these people love Jesus? Yeah, for reasons that I can't really say, Jay is going to really refrain from giving any kind of a commentary on the Well, on the I gave church. a little bit of a heads up, but like, you know, yeah, it's just... No, you're right. You you're see right. people, and I don't mean to sound judgmental, even though I know I probably am, but it's like, you just can't help but think, are people walking around on autopilot like a no. zombie on a screen, oh, right? So, yeah. 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 And, and so that's where this started for me, like just noticing things like that. And then, then it became, well, what can I do? Right. And I didn't know what to do and, um, wake up, live full, just, you know, John 10, 10 and, you know, awake, oh sleeper, you know, those two verses were, um, really big. I started seeing them everywhere and, you know, the whole wake up, live full thing just kind of naturally, happened I'm, I'm sure you know god put that in my head and um yeah I, I wanted to make an outdoor brand so life is good i've always liked that company and like outdoor shirts oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah. so it started like can i make t-shirts and sell t-shirts and give all the proceeds to a mission or a ministry so a guy in a previous church i was at um, didn't even know what he did. I knew his wife, his, I'd worked with his wife because of the ministry. She was children's ministry. And I didn't really know Brian that well. And I went to Jody cause she was an artist and like, Hey, I got this idea for a print for a shirt. And she's like, well, you know, you need to be talking to my husband. Right. And I'm like, no. Why? And she said, well, well he's a graphic artist. Oh, okay. So I kind of took that as a God moment. And I took, yeah. I talked to Brian and and he likes stuff like this and not just the t-shirt part of it, but the helping people that are doing something that maybe has something to do with social media and like a small ministry, um, nonprofit type of deal. And he said, you know what you ought to do? Because I had told him we were going to the mountains to go camping that week when I talked to him the first time. He said, what you need to do, you need to go out in the woods when you're on vacation this week and you just need to video yourself and just give a short little clip like, you know, this is Eric, you know, um, for wake up, live full, and da, 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 just tell what it is to you. And at that point, you know that thing where they say if you're not a little bit scared, it's not big enough? Sure. Okay, well, putting my face on social media was very scary. <laughs> and right at that point, he was recording at a hawk attacked. <laughs> Another level Ooh. of fear. <laughs> yeah, that happened too. How did you know? Um, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that kind of, um, that's how it started and it re- I really didn't mean for it to only be about videos and it's not. And there's, you know, some other things, like you said, I'm still kind of yeah, figuring that out. But I mean, you use words, you use, well, your word is intentional. I, I'm, I'm all about intentional and, and, but I also, another word that I like is urgency. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like for instance, if we go back to the idea of the movie, I mean, he is desperate to find out who he is. There's an urgency there. When we do not have Christ in our life, there is an urgency to figure out what's going to fill this hole, what's going to plug in the gaps that I have in my life. But what happens after Christ comes? Where is the urgency that still needs to be there even after our life is taken care of? You know, our eternity is is set. Everything we are, we know that we know that we know, and and all of our urgency drops off at that point. Which is exactly what I started to tell you earlier. Um, I, I listened to the last two podcasts because I, you know, um, he wanted to make sure this was something he actually wanted to do, <laughs> but we'll, I'm, I'll translate for you, but go ahead, Eric. Uh, so 
because you know you had asked me you know about getting ready for the intro thing so i had to i had to make sure i knew what i was doing but then i started listening and i accidentally cl- uh, clicked on the the previous one the last one you did on core mm-hmm. and on both of them the theme was and i think you actually said it in core like well what are you going to do and you were talking about your dad and the yeah. available on well, spotify my, and all streaming platforms well what are you going to do what are you going to do and um I think I'd told you several weeks ago, I'd read, um, don't waste your life, John Piper. Uh, and every, everything right now seems to be along those lines. Like, what are you going to do? Not from a works and saving yourself point of view, but now that you are saved, right. like, what do you do with yeah. that? And how do you contribute and, and, and that, and, um, so I'll t- so last week I was at Camp Lewercrest mm-hmm. driving a boat. So I had a lot of time, a lot of, they call it God and I time, right? So all they expected me to do was drive a boat. So I got to, <laughs> first session wasn't till 10 in the morning, right? So I, I had plenty of time, journal, you know, read, whatever I needed to do. And it kind of hit me about like, what's next for like, what, what am I actually going to do with this? Because up until now, it's like the t-shirt thing and proceeds going to like, the community center in Union County, right? But really, everything we're talking about, how can I do that? How can I encourage like teenagers and young people to go do stuff like be a counselor at Lowercrest or things like uh, YWAM or World Race? Y'all, y'all are familiar oh, yeah. with those two? Oh, yeah. So something where you step out of your comfort zone a little bit and you break the routine of, of high school, college, marriage, job, kids, TV, boredom, complacency. Yeah, you're committing committing yourself to more than an afternoon of cleaning up or uh, a a couple of hours of of one-on-one time with some uh, underprivileged children or something like that. You're you're committing, like World Race, you're committing 11 months. Right. YWAM, you're committing to... Uh, leaving leaving the state you're in and going to Florida to train and then being sent someplace else after that. Right. Not Florida, Hawaii to train and then they send you somewhere. Yeah, how do you how, how do how do you encourage? How do you get? Yeah, and not just kids. Like adults need this message just sure. as much. But I feel like having a 21, 18, and sixteen year old, it's like how, lot, how do they they're lot, yeah, they're learn that now? Like like anchored in. Yeah, and I. I definitely, each year that we have seniors and stuff, I do a, seri- a kind of like a, a couple series on, on calling. Um, it's oh, it's yeah. something that's really not in the culture, I think, for for the younger generation. Gosh, no. I sound so old when I say that, right? But it's not. Like, I even talked to, you know, my oldest stepdaughter. I remember talking to her, and she's like, well, I think I just want to make a lot of money. I'm like, what about calling? <laughs> what, how are we gifted? And how do you choose those gifts to fulfill a right. calling that God has placed on your life? Yeah, and how do you get, how do you get someone to realize that when they are when they're in that sweet spot where God wants them to be, that everything, all the other details of their life yes. are not going to matter as much as the fact that you are sitting in that sweet spot where God wants you, and it's not you're you're not uh, you're not fighting this forefront war of I've got to look like this, I've got to have this much money coming in, I got to drive this. You're not fighting all those wars because the only war you're fighting is I want to live the life that Christ wants me to live. And that's not a that's not a fight, right? It's not because you line up with him and stuff lines up after that. So yeah. I mean that that so, all yeah. Go ahead. So 
I told you John 10, 10, right? You know, yeah. life. And I like the life to the full version, not abundantly. That's just my preference. But, <laughs> but like, I think part of what we're talking about is the first part of that verse. Like, what are the distractions that keep not just mm-hmm. kids, but what, but adults, Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, like there's somebody that's trying to distract us. That's, that's trying to destroy us and showing people like, Hey, there's a reason why there's this thing called a TV on our wall. Like yeah. it's, it's good. It's cool. You know, I, I like watching movies too, right? We're talking about born identity, oh, yeah. but how much time do we spend in front of it? Right. right? And that, that was another thing that I started picking up on. And for me is how much time, you know, I've seen born identity 56 times and tonight I'm going to make it 57. That's right. And, and I'm going to see something new that I didn't see the last 56 times that I saw it. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I say this all the time at church, and I think I think you hit on it. It's the idea that the, the devil doesn't need us to, to sign in blood on his little contract that we are going to be the worst people in the entire world. He just wants us distracted. Yeah. He just wants us not paying attention to the road. He just wants us, our heads in the clouds, thinking about something other than what we were put here to be doing or what we were put here to be thinking about even. And, you know, so... I love how this, how we're we're kind of walking around the whole idea of Peter is is telling them you need to realize you've been chosen, you've been chosen, and and if you played a pickup game, if you pl- if you've been if if you've been on a prom, been to a prom, and you get to choose somebody or somebody chooses you, that's a special moment, but that's a fleeting moment. And you know if you're the if you're not one of the last ones chosen for basketball, that's a great moment, but that's a fleeting moment. Even, even your spouse, you, you choose them for life. But even that in, in the scope of eternity is not that big or long of a time. But when you, when you choose Christ, that is a, a, a full-on, no beginning, no ending, eternal thing that, that goes with you and stays with you. I don't even know where my train of thought was going with that. But, but I, I, I guess when we, when we talk about identity, that's... We need to get that identity squared away first, because then the other the other parts of our you know the the other parts of our identity then fall into place. Maybe maybe that's where I was going with that. I don't know. Well, I think also when you're talking about sense of urgency, you know, there's there's a song I like. It's a country song, Kenny Chesney. It says, "Don't blink," because mm. life is so fleeting and quick. Well, see, now you're you're hitting you're hitting him, but. Country music, you're not hitting me I at know, all. I'm not but, I'm, but, I, but I mean, I mean, he's gonna, he's he's your compatriot right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, the premise of it though, I'll dive, sure. I'll dive a little bit deep. Okay. Um, he wrote this song with a couple other songwriters because he was watching. It was a morning show or something, and they and they had a guy on that was 100 years old. And so, any life advice you'd give anybody, like you've lived 100 years now, and he said, "Yeah, don't blink," because oh. these, yeah. Okay. So, I, I think, and I've always taken that the heart of. Be, try to be as present in the yeah. moment yeah. as you can. There's mm-hmm. also Jeremy I mean, Camp song that says, "Keep me in the moment," because sure. mm-hmm. I don't want to miss the opportunity right. that Christ has for me in this moment today, right now. Yeah. So that's no, I'm, I'm I'm with you, and I and I think it's important. I just did put on a cowboy hat for him. you can't see it, <laughs> but it's here. You know, can you jangle the spurs a little bit, song? would you please, so they can hear what you're. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Okay. Nice. There you go. See, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of post-production tricks that he gets to put in there. That, <laughs> well, and I also like with what you're saying about living to the fullest. You know, it's almost like a lot of people live 2D instead of 3D. Mm. You know, like I, I have like 
I, our TV died at home, and my friend was like, I'm getting rid of a 3D TV. You come get it. And I got it, and it had glasses. And when I clicked that 3D button, I'm like, wow, there's a whole dimension that I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> for like a week and a half I watched everything in 3D like look you can see the people like just jumping out of the screen they're coming but, right at me but that excitement of having that third dimension I think that's when you have an experience when you commit your life to Jesus you go wow there's this whole world I didn't know even existed Yeah. Or and I've seen it in other people too they're like wow I'm living in a different um, you know we were talking about watching Loki this week there's like this timeline and like there's variants and all these different things. What I'm saying is there's all this different, there's this whole other world, the spiritual world in the world and the war within and all these other things that you, that are not in the conversation for someone who doesn't know. Right. Uh, spirituality doesn't know a, a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And then the, then again, the hard part, because I gotta keep, I gotta keep coming back to the hard part the hard is that part. we're, Bring we're, back. we're pulled out of the fire and then sent right back in to oh, be, yeah firefighters you know we're, we're, we're pulled out of something that's that's uh life-threatening and sent back in to threaten what's life-threatening well, it's almost like a teaser because one of the movies we're gonna do is backdraft too mm. oh, we'll yeah. have to uh, yeah I'll have to figure that figure out i'll have to i'll have to do a mental scene check and see if there's one <laughs> one that goes now the first one that comes to mind is the you go, I go. <laughs> I don't know if that. I don't know if that fits the text that's been chosen. Well, we really had to like this past week was a few good men, and we're like, nope, can't use that. Yeah, clip. That, was, that was. Yeah, there was a lot of expletives that had to be. But then, you know, just the very simple, the very simple idea of, you know, living by faith and not by sight, and you know, I, I guess we're dancing around a bunch of different subjects here. A whole well, lot. Thing is yeah. With, with identity and born identity, the, the whole thing is he's he's searching for who he is, and and. I think that is the human question. Who am I? Who am I found in Christ? But the great part, and you know, the part that they probably don't talk about too much, is when he figures out who he is, he doesn't like it, and he wants to change who he is from that be point better. on. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. he and he and you know, spoiler if you watch, alert. If you watch enough of them, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> he seventeen actually, born identities. That's right. He actually does go back and try and right some of the wrongs that he's done. Which, you know, obviously, we believe in a God of. A God of grace and mercy and repentance brings about forgiveness and, and all that stuff. But we'll we'll just we'll chalk it up to uh, transformation is the most important thing in this in this situation. You know, when you when you find who your identity is, it should be transformational. And, and you were talking, you were hitting on it. How you you live differently, you you think differently, stuff becomes more clear. That kind of thing. You you said a couple of times about you get. How did you say it? You're you're brought out of the fire to be thrown back to be thrown back fire. in. Yeah. And I know you don't I know you don't mean it to sound this way, but it could also sound like there's no in between. But like when you get pulled out of the fire, when you when you know Jesus, there's a lot of oh sure you know yeah. whatever you want to call it discipleship or spending right. just right. learning how to sit with Jesus, right? Like how to like how to have your God and I time, and that's where like strengthening that way. You're, I don't want to say prepared. Yeah, I wouldn't but, say. I wouldn't but say you realize set. that it's not just you going back in the fire. Right. Like there's, there's somebody going with you. Well, and and you know, let me let me just bring a little more uh, clarity to this. You know, Paul is addressing people that have been exiled. They are they are foreigners. They're exiles and where they are, but they're believers. You know, so one of the things that I'm going to talk about on Sunday is, look, I can't go any further unless everybody understands. If you are a believer in this, you're you're 
this is a precious, this is a precious gift. If you are not a believer, this is a, a stone you're going to trip over because that's what mm. leads into what's going on here. But I, I, I guess, I guess if you are a, a first century Christian, <laughs> you realize everything that you were doing from the moment you claim Jesus is something that can get you killed. Right. But that doesn't, that doesn't discourage you from being that person. It doesn't discourage you from that identity. And, you know, maybe what I'm, maybe what I'm trying to also elicit to people's thoughts and, and processes is kind of like what you were talking about, a bit, about feeling like you're the underdog or being the underdog, being someone who feels like they don't even belong in this fight. Maybe you realize that with Christ in your life, it doesn't matter whether you, how, how you got to where you are, but that Christ is going to take you through where you are and, and, and is going to have a use for you and where you are kind of a thing which I think is what Peter's trying to allude to is that, you know, you're going to, you're going to be exiles. You're going to be foreigners in this land and you're going to be going up against this, this whole pagan culture around you, but you're still going to have my identity in you. And that's going to, that's going to speak volumes. That's going to take you places that you probably would not get on your own. Jay, don't you want to share a share a, 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 a incredible I, anecdote I know, about I don't somebody do, you met, I, <laughs> somebody you've worked with, somebody you ran into in, in the mall, and and all of a sudden there's Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, <laughs> great golfer that guy. Christian as well. Yeah. Let me guess. You know he's a great golfer because you caddied for him. No, no, I just, no. I you just drove know, the cart. No, I was listening to. You were part of the beverage. Area, you came by and you said, "Hey, can I get you a sparkling water or some sort?" And that's of- the podcast for today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't always want to derail good thought trains, and I, I, I think we're on a good one. That's fair. All right. Although I do like doing it. No, you do. You do. You like to. You like to throw out a good digress every once in a while. <laughs> but what's the challenge this week? Yeah, what is the challenge this week? Well, uh, let's. I think it's. I, I know the first one. If your identity is not in Christ, wait. find Him. He's looking for you. Get yourself there. Get yourself there. Okay, that's that's the that's the that's past, yours. That's Let's the pastor plug. I I like the living living full. If you're not living fullest, how how, how do you get there? Like okay. maybe you look at maybe you look at the time you're spending on screen time and look around and see that Ouch. you are throwing your stinking life away. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> the first one. If I am at a restaurant and the kids are being crazy, <laughs> I will throw an iPad out there for one. If I need to finish my meal, stay there, watch your your show. Oh, jeez. No, I'm just <laughs> joking. Anyways. <laughs> no, maybe maybe look at that. Maybe some ways that you can look for. All right. Anybody else have a challenge? You want to, do you want to throw one out there, Eric? Um, yeah, I'd say um, a little bit of what I put on that last post is, you know, if you, if you have Jesus – then what are you worried about? Hmm. There's, you know, there's, there's nothing you have to worry about, right? You know, your, your eternity is secure. You know where you're going, but like right now, especially, especially with the last year, you know, I'm a teacher, the, the anxiety that's going around, like, so understand that in who you are, I'm speaking to people who know Jesus, right? In who you are, there's, there's, you don't have to worry. And I'm speaking because I know I worry way too much and I think way too much about things. Um, and I think a lot of that comes from dedicating time. And I, it's hard for me, but time every day 
to just sit with Jesus and have your quiet time. Like that's, that's where I draw my strength from. And the, um, I don't, I can't tell you how many things that I've through that time that have worked out just through having that time with him. I think I rambled through that whole thing. So my challenge is, <laughs> my challenge would be try to find that time every day, even if it's five minutes. Oh, that's good. I cool. like that. I like that too. All right. All right. So have a great week. Yeah. Have a great week guys. And I hope you're having a great summer and we'll see you Sunday.